she wasn't here to learn anything. Eventually, the nuns had realized that Hanna preferred complete stillness, even the astute manager. He accepted her money every three weeks with no more than a simple grazie. The fun-loving students from Verona, who sometimes played records so loudly that the nuns came running within a few minutes, had spotted a kindred spirit in Hanna, but only in the beginning. Hanna Wilhelmsen had spent six months being entirely alone. She had in the main been left in peace with her daily battle of not bothering about anything. Recently, however, she had been unable to divert her curiosity from the obvious fact that something was about to happen at Villa Monasteria. Il Direttore, a slim, omnipresent man in his forties, raised his voice increasingly often to the nervously whispering nuns. His footsteps pounded harder than before on the stone floors. He dashed from one incomprehensible task to another, immaculately dressed, and trailing a whiff of sweat and aftershave. The nuns were no longer smiling, and fewer of them assembled at mealtimes. However, they sat increasingly often in silent prayer, on the wooden benches in the small chapel dating from the thirteenth century, even when there was no mass. Honor could see them from the window as they padded two by two, in and out, through the heavy timber doors. It was difficult to tell the depth of the carp pond. The water was unnaturally clear. The plump movements of the fish along the bottom seemed repellent, and Honor felt a trace of nausea at the thought of them swimming around in the convent's drinking water. She sat down on the wall surrounding the pond. Heavy oak trees, almost bare of leaves, were outlined against the wintry sky. A flock of sheep grazed on the northern hillside. A dog was barking in the far distance, and the sheep huddled more closely together. Honor yearned for home. She had no reason to yearn for home. All the same, something had happened. She didn't know what, nor did she know why. It was as if her senses, blunted through a conscious process over several months, were no longer lurking in enforced hibernation. She had started to notice things. Six months had passed since Cecilia Weber died. Hanna had not even attended the funeral of her partner of almost twenty years. Instead, she had shut herself into their apartment, numbly registering that everyone had left her in peace. No one rang the doorbell. No one had attempted to come in. The phone was silent. Only junk mail and bills in the mailbox, and eventually a settlement from an insurance company. Honor had had no idea about the policy Cecilia had taken out years before. She had phoned the company, had the money paid into a high-interest account, written a letter to the chief of police, and applied for a leave of absence for the rest of the year. Alternatively, the letter could be considered her resignation. She had not waited for an answer, and instead simply packed a bag and boarded the train, heading for Copenhagen. Strictly speaking, she did not know whether she still had a job. It was of no concern to her— at least not then. She had no inkling where she was going or how long she would be away. 
after a fortnight of travelling haphazardly through Europe, she had stumbled across the Villa Monasteria, a run-down convent hotel in the hills north of Verona. The nuns could offer her tranquillity and homemade wine. She signed in late one evening in July, intending to move on the following day. There were prawns in the pond. Small ones, admittedly, but prawns all the same, transparent and darting by fits and starts in flight from the indolent carp. Honor Wilhelmsen had never heard of freshwater prawns. Sniffing, she wiped her nose with the sleeve of her jacket and let her eyes follow Il Direttore's car along the avenue. Four women dressed in grey stood under a poplar tree gazing up at her. Despite the distance, she could feel their eyes on her face, sharp as knives in the drizzly air.